This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is Trey. Thank you for joining us for another Thursdays with Trey, which is uh, the day that we get to entertain your questions and a day that I look forward to. And it's uh, also uh, the only day of the week that Mary Langston will take my call. Mary Langston, how are you? I'm doing great, Trey. How about you? I don't have any complaints. I hope you... uh, Well, I know that you have a family member that uh, that is sick, so I will say... Other than that, I hope things are going well for you. Well, I really appreciate that. And um, thank you for saying that, Trey. Um, We are hoping for the best and things are getting a lot better. So I appreciate you asking about it, too. Well, you tell him we're thinking about him and um, uh, and hope and, and hoping for the best. Well, thank you so much. We have a lot of great questions today. We appreciate all our listeners for sending us your thoughts. So I guess we better get started. Trey, are you ready? I think so. Uh, We'll find out in just a second. There are sports-related ones, so be prepared. (laughs) Okay. All right, good. Okay, well, our first question is one that is sports-related. It's from Andrew. He has several parts to this question. He writes, I am sure you are aware of the impact of college football realignments, and I wonder if you've heard about a group of counties trying to move from Virginia to West Virginia in the east and Oregon, California counties looking to switch to Idaho in the west. I'm very interested in how they do this without violence, and what are their chances of success and lastly, what impact could this cause? Uh, wow, Andrew, that's like an essay question. That, that's uh, I'm gonna try to the whole football realignment thing. We'll save that for another moment. You are correct. There are teams on the West Coast that are moving to the to the Big Ten. Um, that's usually about television and money. Uh, the the political part of it. The, Counties in Virginia, Virginia wanting to move to West Virginia or counties in Oregon or California wanting to move to Idaho. I have heard about this, albeit in other iterations. There was some talk, and maybe still is, uh, about dividing California into three states. You know, California is, uh, I think, by anyone's reasonable definition, a, uh, a liberal or progressive state, and uh, and that's what the politics would reflect in Sacramento, Sacramento, and and what they send to Washington. So I think there's there was talk about trying to divide that state. There's even talk in my own home state. There was a city in one of our counties that wanted to move to another county. Um, I will get the name of it wrong, but it was in what we call the PD region, and they wanted to move. I think from Williamsburg County. To Florence County, I, there's a like 99% chance I'm wrong about that, but it was from one county to another. 
And I don't profess to be an expert, but my somewhat uh, perhaps maybe moderately educated guess would be that state lines cannot be altered uh, unless there's an agreement between the two states. And even then, I'm not sure you can do it, and I'm not sure how it would work. I mean, North Carolina may want part of South Carolina or vice versa, but who gets to vote on that? I mean, who gets to decide the entire state because it impacts the entire state or just the regions impacted or just the people impacted? What if there are federal facilities on those lands? And what about the businesses who agreed to move to a state for a certain tax break, but now all of a sudden find themselves in a separate state? So my sense is it would be exceedingly difficult to alter state lines, and that doesn't even that doesn't even get to the issue now that I think out loud, which is a very dangerous thing to do. Uh, but thinking out loud, what if a portion of, say, my own beloved state of South Carolina wanted to join another state, but it wasn't contiguous? What, what if a, a county or city in South Carolina, in the middle of South Carolina, wanted to join Texas? I think our courts would say, we understand your desires, but you're free to move. You can move wherever you want to move to, but you're not free to move state lines or county lines. That's my somewhat perhaps maybe educated guess, which may turn out to be not all that educated at all. So if I'm wrong, I want people to do what my wife does, which is take great, uh, excitement and interest in correcting me as soon as possible. I just think it's really, really, really hard to change state lines, even if the states agree. I mean, these boundaries have been around. Some of them, I mean, they're little quarrels about a river here or or a line there. But in terms of like wanting to seed yourself out of a state and into another state, I I think it's exceedingly difficult. Well, thank you so much, Trey. And thank you, Andrew, for your question. Our next question is from Doug. He writes, no word on the SCOTUS leak? Uh, Not yet, uh, which could mean um, at least two things and probably more. It could mean they don't know. It could mean they suspect or even know, but they can't prove it. Or it could mean that they know, but they're not going to say and not ever going to say. I'd be surprised if the court shared the results of their internal investigation with the publics, with the public. I mean, I could be very wrong about that, but that's my sense is that the court really doesn't like media attention and uh, whatever they find, they will handle that in house. Um, I'm not in general, a fan of leaks because of the legal and moral implications. If you give your word not to do something and trust me, law clerks for federal judges, I do give their word. Um, You know, if you change your mind, then, um, then you need to accept the consequences of your changing your mind. I just, I, I, I'm just not a fan of leaks. I know people in the media don't like it when I say that. And and we do need informants in law enforcement, and we need whistleblowers in government and industry. But this was a leak um, that was calculated to influence the court. It it didn't expose unlawful behavior or fraud or abuse. It exposed a decision prematurely, preemptively, 
that many people disagree with, but that's true about most court opinions. Somebody's going to disagree with every court opinion. So does that mean it's okay to leak, you know, future court opinions because you disagree with the holding or one of the drafts? So I'm very far afield. You ask about the leak. If the court knows who did the leaking, they have not said, and they may not ever say. Um, I just, look, I, people have a tendency to excuse wrongful behavior if they like the outcome. Uh, and I don't. I If this had been a liberal opinion coming down and somebody had broken their word and leaked it when they said they would not, when they took the job, I'd have exactly the same reaction. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, Doug, for your question. Our next question is from Landon in the great state of South Carolina. And he writes, have I missed you commenting on Crystal Matthews running for Senate? Why is no one talking about these recordings? Oh, Landon, I have commented on it so much more than more than I can conjure at the moment. I just haven't commented on it publicly. So, no, I've had a lot to say about it. I have discussed it with uh, Senator Scott um, and others in South Carolina. And for folks who don't know what Landon is making reference to, um, Crystal Matthews is in the state legislature. She's running as a Democrat for the United States Senate against Tim Scott this November. And she just has some awful things to say on tape. And the challenge is always whether to give attention to someone or something that doesn't warrant it, that doesn't deserve it. Uh, Miss Matthews is not going to win. I don't mean I, I don't want to spoil the ending for people who are planning on staying up really late uh, that Tuesday night in November in South Carolina. Uh, she's not going to win. She's not going to come close to winning. There are Democrats in South Carolina that have called for her to either be removed from the ballot or resign her current seat in the state house or withdraw from the race. Because what she said is just reprehensible. It's a terrible thing to think. It is an even worse thing to say. And therefore, you have the challenge of whether to repeat it or address it. And, you know, if I were to, like, spend a whole lot of time talking about it on podcast or radio or television, she would fundraise off of that. Because there's always going to be someone that um, appreciates your vulgarity. And your um, and your very divisive message. So she would fundraise off of it. Her views do not reflect the views of any Democrats that I know. Not a single one. It was reprehensible what she said. The media reported on it. For those who want to access it, you can access what she said. But you don't need my commentary to know it was terrible. You know it was terrible. Every person of good conscience, oh, no matter their politics, knows it was terrible. And so to repeat it is to give it attention. And I don't think she deserves any attention. Well, thank you so much, Trey. And thank you, Landon. We'll answer more of your questions when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Our last question is from Johnny in Ohio. He writes, I know you watch sports, but what is your favorite sport to watch? And do you have a least favorite? Oh, Johnny, you're going to need to put on some coffee. It's going to take a while. Uh, I'll do it quickly. College football for sure. I, mm. I love it. It's my favorite. I love watching my beloved South Carolina Gamecocks and Baylor Bears. I love watching Alabama. Um, uh, really, honestly, I love watching. It doesn't matter what teams are playing. I mean, I watch I, every now and again, they'll have a Tuesday night game out of the Mac. There's a Thursday night game. The ACC plays on Friday nights. I just, I love the electricity of college football and, mm-hmm. you know, these young men that work so hard. And if you're playing for, you know, a team that's not Clemson, not Alabama, not Southern Cal, you care just as much about the outcome. I mean, so I, I, I watch like uh, the college playoffs. I, I mean, like small school. South Dakota State playing North Dakota State. Uh, I, I just, I love it. So college football, far and away, number one. I also love watching golf. Mm. Uh, some people find it boring. Um, like a lot of people find it boring to watch mm. golf. Um, but I don't. And the most entertaining golf I have seen this year so far was not in a major. It wasn't the President's Cup. It was an NCAA women's golf tournament. Uh, they have a mix of metal and match play. And uh, so watching, watching these teams try to qualify and golf is such a lonely game. I mean, you do have teammates, but they're not like right beside you. And there's not a teammate that can make up for something that you've done. I mean, you have to hit the ball, go find it if you can and try to hit it again. It's a lonely, lonely game. And I, for some reason, uh, I got hooked watching uh, the – I watched NCAA men's and women's golf, but the women's um, just, you know, making clutch putts, I can't imagine. I get nervous if I have a five-foot downhill side hill putt. When I'm playing a match, that means nothing with nobody watching. I say I get nervous. I mean, that's a relative term. I can't imagine being – 19 years old on television and this putt decides whether or not your team makes it to the finals of match play. So, um, there are sports that I don't watch now for the least favorite There's sports. I don't watch, but it's not because I don't like them as much as it is because I don't understand all the rules. Like I do not understand the rules of hockey. People are rabid about hockey. I'm just like not smart enough to know what icing is. I don't, I, I, I don't know. But if it's a good game, I'm going to watch almost any sport. And usually on Saturday afternoons, if you were to come to my house and don't, because my wife goes nuts when I invite people to the house and she doesn't know about it. So don't, but I, I'll be back in my home office. I got a game on the television. I got a game on my computer and I got a game on the phone, which I'm holding in my hand. So I'm watching three games at the same time. And I wonder how much better my grades would have been if I had spent even like a tenth that much time on my schoolwork as I do watching other people play sports. <laughs> I wonder how my life would have turned out if I had put that much energy and effort 
into my schoolwork, but <laughs> we'll never know. And obviously I'm doing well enough that I have a computer and a beat up old television and a phone <laughs> and a flip phone that I can watch all three games at one time. <laughs> a flip phone. <laughs> So you don't even know what a flip phone is, Mary Langston. I do. It's just been a while. <laughs> yeah, well, you've never had one. You may know what they are because you may have seen Lindsay take a call, but uh, that's the last <laughs> guy I know with a flip phone. Mm -mm -mm. Well, thank you, Trey, for answering that question. We had some wonderful questions again this week. So keep we sending them our way. Can I just highlight one little thing, even though it wasn't a question? I mean, I of guess course. if you, I mean, if you count the questions and the conversations I have in my own head, I mean, I don't email you those questions, but I mean, they count, don't they? Mm -hmm. Go for it. I would encourage people to look at an article. I don't think there's any video, but there's an article. There was a pre the President's Cup was this past weekend. And for those of you, uh, I think everybody's heard of the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is Europe versus the United States in golf. The, the President's Cup is uh, international teams, not including Europe versus the United States. So, mm -hmm. you know, South Africa, any, any, any country in Africa, um, South America, Australia, lots and lots of the good players on the international team, um, joined the live golf tour tour. So they were not eligible to play in the president's cup. So their, their team was really hit hard by, mm -hmm by live, but they showed up and they competed and their captain was a guy named Trevor Immelman who won the masters, um, and is now a, a commentator, uh, a golf commentator, but they, you know, the international team was way down and they had a player last name, Kim, I think it was Tom Kim that made a big putt on 18 at, at, uh, at coil in Charlotte and kind of got them back within striking distance. So it was, it was a huge putt. And there was tremendous excitement. Of course, all of his teammates run out on the green to congratulate him. And everybody's, mm -hmm. you know, think about Justin Leonard making that putt and all the players running out on the green. And if you've ever been on a golf green, they're pretty fragile. So mm -hmm. it's easy to, like, leave a spike mark or a heel print or some imperfection. So they're happy. They're excited. They should be. And Trevor Immelman, the captain of the international team, with nobody watching, no cameras on, not, you know, virtue signaling to the world. That guy, he could have asked one of his assistant captains to go do it. He could have told the greenskeeper, the grounds, the grounds crew at, at Quail to go, you know, fix it. He didn't. He went out there with a club. And we've all done it late at night, but we, we, we're not the captain of an international golf team. He is. He goes out there with his club and begins to fix the imperfections in the green. And so I think we live in this culture that is so wed to fame and notoriety and attention. And here's a guy that could have asked anyone else to do it, but he didn't. He did it himself. Goes and fixes the imperfections in a green with nobody watching. So. Uh, Trevor Immelman, I don't know him. Trevor Immelman, uh, they say character is what you do when nobody is watching. Somebody was watching. I don't know who it was. There's no video of it, but somebody saw you do it. 
Uh, that's what makes golf different that you want the green to be good for your own players, but also the competitors and your team uh, did not win according to the points tally. Um, but in some ways you did. So Trevor Emmelman, congratulations for being a class act. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that Trey. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not surprised that you would like that. You like it when nice people do nice things. It's a nice departure from my watching crime dramas all the time. I haven't seen Trevor Immelman in a crime drama, but I did see him. I did read about him fixing some imperfections in a grain. That's yep, what it's there are a lot about. of people that do that. They deserve more attention, but that's not the culture we live in. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, he really humbled himself to do that. Uh, he did. Um, and you know, that's what makes golf different, I guess. So mm-hmm. on that happy note, I hope everyone continues to do well in your family, Mary Langston, and we will, uh, talk to you and everyone else, uh, God willing, uh, this time next week. Well, thank you so much, Trey. And thank you to our listeners. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate, or review this podcast on Apple Podcast or at foxnewspodcast.com. You've been listening to the Trey Gowdy Podcast on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.